Are you able to take care of things in your work or business, but consistently fail to take care of things for yourself? Do you ever wonder why you're so good at getting things done when it comes to your work, but in your personal life, you can't seem to get things done? If this sounds like you, friend, then stay tuned because this episode is for you. Hey, are you a high achiever who struggles with perfectionism? Do you get stuck in the cycle of overthinking? Do you do everything for everyone else because you think otherwise it won't get done? Do you feel like you should come with a disclaimer? Hi, I'm anxious. (laughs) Hey, I'm Katie. Full disclosure, I'm not a therapist, doctor, or mental health professional. I'm just a career mama who also struggles with anxiety. For me, anxiety reared its head at the most inconvenient times, when I wanted to be present with my family, at those high-pressure business meetings, when I was laying in bed awake at night worrying instead of sleeping. I just wanted to relax and be able to have fun, and I know that you do too. What if you found tools to manage your anxiety? What if you knew how to enjoy life even though you are anxious? Look, it's time to put down that third cup of coffee and swap it for some lemon water. We're going to get control over anxiety so it can stop controlling you. Let's go, girl. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome to the High I'm Anxious podcast. I'm so glad you're joining me today. Are you one of those people who appears to have it all together when it comes to your work, but feel like a hot mess when it comes to your own personal life? Lately, I've been noticing incredible, hardworking, talented, successful women share some version of this type of thought, and I've struggled with this too, and I know how frustrating and painful it can be. Do you ever catch yourself asking questions like this? Why can I take care of a million-dollar client at work but I don't sit down to do my monthly home budget update. How come when it comes to work, I can give my word to a colleague that I will deliver a report to them on time every month, but I can't take my library books back on time? (laughs) Or how do I manage to keep my seriously ill patients from dying, but I forget to make sure my dog has food and water every day? Or why is it that I can drop everything to calmly handle an emergency that comes up in my business because a staff member failed to take care of something for a client who had a hard deadline, but I fly into a panic-induced rage when I hear from my kid at 9 p.m. that they have a school project due the next day that they haven't started, and it requires poster board. Did any of these sound familiar to you? Do you catch yourself questioning why you are so good at taking care of work or business, but not at taking care of your own personal work or business? If so, then let's talk about how you can do a couple of simple things to start taking care of your personal business too. First of all, dear friend, I want you to extend yourself some grace and do not beat yourself up when you catch yourself not taking care of your own personal business. It's so easy to fall into the trap of blaming or shaming ourselves for our failures. And if you're failing yourself, there's no one to blame but you. That's why it's especially important that you allow yourself grace when you notice that you've let yourself down. The fact that you've recognized you let yourself down is something to celebrate. Because you can't change what you don't recognize. And recognizing that you've let yourself down is the first step in working toward changing it. Let's use the example of returning your library books on time. Let's say it's Friday night at 7 p.m. and you just realized your library books were due yesterday, but now the library is closed and you've already gone a day overdue with the books you borrowed. What are your choices here in terms of your thoughts? You could go down a rabbit hole of telling yourself that you're such an idiot for missing the due date, especially because you've been driving around with the books on the passenger seat of your car for the last week. 
Or you could maybe think to yourself with a little grace, yes, I missed the deadline, but it's okay. I'll add that to my list of errands for the next day and be prepared to pay the fine for my late books. I'd encourage you to do the latter. Either way, the books are late, but I bet you'll feel a little bit better thinking the gracious thought than the one where you beat yourself up. Please remember, if you've let yourself down, I want you to resist the urge to spend your precious time and energy being hard on yourself for doing it, and instead extend yourself some grace that you're human and you've done something human. Next, friend, let's consider what's really important to you. What are your core values? Do you even know what your core values are? If you've not taken the time recently to assess what your core values are, I definitely encourage you to do that. I talk about knowing your core values more in episode 13, so you may want to go back and listen to that episode for more on knowing your values. But let's go back to the example of library books. Let's say that one of your core values is being a good community member. Returning library books on time is being a good community member. If you've purposely taken time to focus on your values and keep them front of mind, I think you're more likely to take care of business in a way that aligns with your values. In the case of the library books, I think you're more likely to return your books on time because you've intentionally decided that being a good community member is one of your values and returning your books on time to the library is in alignment with that value. Finally, when you have let yourself down, I want you to take time to do a debrief. This doesn't have to be a big time-consuming task, but simply noticing what led up to you letting yourself down and thinking about ways that you can avoid that in the future. So let's use a new example. Let's say that you've caught yourself consistently skipping lunch at work, and now you're eating junk at your desk and arriving home crabby because you're so hungry, and you've noticed this happen four out of five days in the last week. I want you to get curious and ask yourself, why did this happen? Immediately, you might notice two things. One, you didn't put a lunch break on your calendar, so it was easy for you to fill that time up with work instead of going to lunch. Two, you have junk to eat at work instead of healthy, nourishing food. By simply taking a moment to notice what may be leading up to you letting yourself down, you can identify where you have opportunities to make change and be less likely to continue letting yourself down in the same way in the future. Now, none of these steps are earth-shattering, are they? But I think you can see how foundational they could be to moving you into a position where you're a person who takes care of your worker business and your own personal business. So let's recap. If you feel like you're able to take care of things in your worker business but consistently fail taking care of things for yourself, I want you to extend yourself some grace. Don't beat yourself up when you catch yourself not taking care of your own personal business. Take time to assess and know your personal values and do a debrief. Get curious and look at why you let yourself down. In this way, you'll quickly see how you can work to avoid letting yourself down in the same way again in the future. That's all for today, friends. If you'd like a safe space to come hang out with incredible women just like you, if you haven't already joined, I hope you'll come join my free Facebook group. I've created it as a place where high-achieving women can come together to support, encourage, and be around each other. We'd love to have you join us. The link is in the show notes. That's all for today, friends. I look forward to talking with you next week. Hey friend, thanks for being here. Did today's episode help you feel more in control of your anxiety? Did it inspire you to rest or relax? Or maybe it challenged you to really look at why anxiety is a part of your life. If so, I'd love to hear from you. If you would take 30 seconds, pause this episode, 
scroll down in Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. I would be so grateful. See you next week. Disclaimer, I am not a medical professional and this podcast is not providing therapy or medical treatment. Contents of the podcast are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always consult your healthcare provider with your health questions and concerns.